Hello, everyone. Welcome to Soulmates Podcast. I'm Emily. And I'm Rachel. Wow. A hundred and one episodes. <laughs> well, more than a hundred, but a hundred full-length episodes? Yeah. 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 Wow. 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 <laughs> wow. So this is going to be not very structured, first of all. This is just kind of a reflection slash introspection on the start of our podcast until now, because we've hit a milestone. We have hit a hundred episodes, plus a couple specials. We've done more than a hundred, so let's talk about Soulmates Podcast, Rachel. <laughs> so where do we start? The beginning? Yeah, let's start at the beginning. So for those of you who don't know, Soulmates started as a local radio show in Gainesville, Florida on growradio.org. Yes. And growradio.org is a online radio. Now they release all of their shows as podcasts, and I don't think they do live streaming anymore, but you can find out more on growradio.org. They play a lot of indie music, and we recorded at Grow Radio, I want to say, for about a year and a half. Mm-hmm. And our show was on Sunday nights at 1 in the morning. <laughs> it was Soulmates Radio from 11 to 1. <laughs> yeah. I still have a uh, recording I made that was a promotion for them to play as like a commercial for our show at yeah. the time. It was 11 to 1, only on growradio.org. <laughs> now it's wherever the fuck, because <laughs> it's on yeah. iTunes. But yeah, it started as a radio show. We played a lot of K-pop music. It was really fun because we, one, were K-pop fans, mm-hmm. two, were interested in discovering new K-pop music, were interested in diving a little deeper than just watching music videos. Mm-hmm. You know, we wanted to discuss topics surrounding K-pop, the industry, I guess all of Hallyu combined is a good indicator of what we were aiming for. Yes. And we noticed that between the song blocks, we would have, you know, we'd talk about what we played and then do a little banter and then Mm -hmm. play more music. But the sections of us talking kind of got longer and longer. Yeah, I would say so. And the friction started with us in Grow Radio because we would have to play blocks of whatever their rotation music was. And it was never anything remotely close to what we were playing. We tried our best, but... I mean, sometimes you would be able to find, like, a Phoenix CD or a Tegan and Sarah CD, which is, like, indie pop, which meshed a lot better than the punk music, than the underground post-punk music that they had. And I I like punk music, but it just was not cohesive. Right. So, like, if you were somebody that was listening to our show expecting K-pop, every hour we'd have to play like 15 minutes of whatever punk CD we could find, or if we could find something remotely close to what we were actually talking about, it still wasn't Korean music. So that combined with us wanting to talk more (laughs) (laughs) kind of led to us. Also, they tried to move our time to to like a Monday afternoon. Yeah, we were not having it. No. (laughs) We were both students in undergrad at the time, and we just couldn't make that happen. 
So we cut ties with Grow Radio. No animosity. No. We just decided, you know, to not continue. And we had a really fun time. And I really was thankful to Grow Radio because they had legit radio tech equipment. We were able to use turntables. We never Mm -hmm. did, though, because I was afraid to break them. Yeah. But they had CD players, cassette players, a whole bunch of really, really nice recording equipment, Mm -hmm. really good sound equipment, microphones, headphones, a gigantic soundboard that we got to play with. It was really fun being able to do all that hands-on stuff. Now, our setup is very simple. Very, very simple. (laughs) Very simple. We were hoping to perhaps get our own little soundboard, but soundboards are expensive. So that's a future goal for our podcast is to kind of step up our audio game, our tech game, because right now we're a laptop and a mic. (laughs) Yep. One mic. (laughs) One mic. And that's pretty unusual. Yep. We don't mind sitting close together, though. No. And we do have two mics. If we ever wanted to try that, so. Yeah, it's it's just hard when you don't have a soundboard because the mics will pick up each other's echo, mm-hmm. and it's a lot of editing that I don't want to do. <laughs> <laughs> so, that is a goal for us in the future. But let's talk about starting the podcast itself, not the radio show. It was your idea. It was? Yes, it was your idea. I don't remember that. <laughs> so, I had begun working. You had been going to grad school, Mm -hmm. and we had just moved. We were living in our new apartment together, and you were like, you know, I miss doing the radio show. We should do a podcast. And I said, sure. (laughs) I mean, at that point, I had kind of listened to a few podcasts, but they were all interview shows. Or something like Judge John Hodgman, where it was very regimented. Mm Mm-hmm. I didn't know of any K-pop podcasts or any sort of podcast relating to Southeast Asian culture or music or anime. I just wasn't aware. I kind of only knew the major podcasts. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't really into listening to podcasts at that time. But I agreed because I wanted something to do. (laughs) And, you know, when you're not in school, suddenly you have some free time Mm -hmm. and I wanted to be able to put some creative output and energy into something. You know, it it feels good when you can create things, and I hadn't really been doing that for the past couple of months after Grow Radio through the time that I graduated and had a job. I was kind of in this weird limbo where a lot of our friends had moved away, And I was trying to find adult friends, but I was having a lot of trouble with that. So I ended up watching a lot of Netflix. Yeah. I needed something. So I don't remember that, but (laughs) you're welcome. (laughs) Yeah, I think that the podcast was a natural direction for us to go in. And we were still doing panels off and on. We sometimes take our k-pop knowledge and excitement to conventions in the form of a guess that k-pop tune panel and a k-drama panel we're actually adding another panel for momocon so if you don't know anything about k-pop or you know someone you want to get started in k-pop or your mom who just doesn't understand why you like k-pop you should come to our panel at momocon And I forget the title that we called it. 
It was K-pop question mark a guide for moms and newbies. So our panels evolved over time. So we had different panels when we first started the radio show and when we first started the podcast and it's evolved over time. I feel like the panels we have now are a good variety and pretty well developed. We spend a lot of time updating them. Specifically, Emily spends a lot of time updating them and we're constantly looking for new things. So if you have any suggestions, give those to us. But I don't know. How has the podcast evolved for you over time? I feel like we've become more structured. In the beginning, we weren't really sure what we were doing. I mean, I feel like that's a given with anything. We had never done any sort of podcasting before, and we were just kind of throwing it out there. I know that our podcast had launched with three episodes, which Mm -hmm. you said was a good idea, and I agree. And one of them was a special, and we just, we were in Atlanta to see Eat Your Kimchi. Yeah. And we just kind of talked about that, and then we were like, yeah, and then we went and got cupcakes and talked about the Ant-Man movie, and that was kind (laughs) of off topic, but we didn't know what to talk about. So it was stuff like that, and in the early episodes, we even did a review of Crimson Peak, which Mm -hmm. is like a gothic movie with Tom Hiddleston in it, and- Mm -hmm. Not related to Southeast Asia at all. Nope. I think we just didn't know what to do, and it had just come out, so we did that. We've done a few nerdy movie reviews, Mm -hmm. but I feel like we've branched away from that now, and we tend to just review new animes that come out that are interesting, and also K-dramas and J-dramas that we think are interesting. So we're trying to, to spin it back to East Asia. Yeah, I think we've become more specific... Rachel and I never really had any sort of style guide for the way that we did things. It was always just a conversation. But in the past couple of months, we've tried to kind of make a formula, Mm -hmm. so to say, with doing certain reviews. Like, we do the K-pop roundup now. We do that every month. You can easily search it. It's like, April K-pop review, March K-pop review. And it's like... We talk about the new songs, there's a clip of the song, we talk about our feelings about the song and music video, and we do that for each one. We haven't reviewed a K-drama in a while, but we have written out a format for the way that we're going to discuss it. (laughs) It's going to be like plot summary, major key points that we would like to talk about, and then our feelings about it overall. I feel like we've evolved from just having a conversation into legitimate critics of this media. And it's not to say that we're not still having a conversation. I'm still listening to everything that Emily is saying, but it's less silly, <laughs> I guess you could say. I don't know. We're, we're still, pretty silly. We're, we're, we're still pretty silly, but we were sillier before, if you can believe that. We would laugh directly into the microphone, spiking the audio beyond belief. <laughs> yes. There was, there was one episode that I was listening back to the other day, because we were reposting our old episodes on YouTube. So if you want to hear us, Way back in the day, you can watch slash listen to our old podcasts on YouTube, Soulmates Podcast. And it was the Too Much Hate for Hyuna episode. I'm like clapping at the mic, like, wha-pow, wha-pow, wha-pow. <laughs> like, it is obnoxious. <laughs> but that's how we were back then. And I feel like now we have grown as people too so we are more able to critically analyze things we're more experienced a finer wine if you will yeah well i mean doing more than 100 episodes we obviously have some experience doing reviews because yeah 
Yeah. And a lot of things to compare things to at yeah. this point. I also feel like um, something that, that we're trying to do actively right now, it's very current, is not move beyond just reviewing things, but in addition to reviewing things, we're also doing discussions on topics. Mm-hmm. Like, what exactly is K-pop? How K-pop popularity affects you know, the world, stuff like that. Like, how it becomes popular and then not so popular and then popular again. So more of a discussion of the media than just, oh, did we like this song or not? So more more meaty topics, I feel yes. like. More philosophical. More philosophical. I mean, what is K-pop, guys? Listen In- to that episode. <laughs> Indeed, yeah. And I feel like, now I know where the resources are to find out more about those topics and figure out what the hot topics are regarding East Asia. So, like, if you're interested, we don't pull everything from this YouTube channel, but Asian Boss, they are basically an interviewing company, and they go out on the streets wherever in East Asia and interview people about popular topics. So, using that as a springboard, we've talked about a lot of current events which i think is important yeah and another thing that we've started doing because we're now weekly that's another thing (laughs) we're weekly instead of bi-monthly is that we're able to talk about current events more Mm -hmm. so we will probably be doing more time sensitive topics before when we were both working full-time jobs it was hard and rachel had been living in a different city yeah it was hard to meet every you know, every two weeks and record something, we would record quite a bit beforehand. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't lend itself to this scandal that's happening right now, you know? Right. Like, when the Sungri scandal dropped, I was in Seattle, but we were able to record the podcast via Skype and release it, like, two days after it happened. Well, that was some hot tea. That was hot tea, yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, And we've also been able to network with some people, some of the recurring characters on our podcast that you guys may know if you've been listening for a while is my boyfriend, Kyle. He is the world's biggest Red Velvet fan. Yes. He also likes metal. (laughs) Take that into consideration. (laughs) Our friend Nick, who is also a drag queen who does cosplay. Our friend Devin, who lives in Japan, who also does cosplay, and she works and lives in Tokyo. Our friend Kat, who is Angelic Days Cosplay, they are a Atlanta-based cosplayer who mm. makes a lot of cosplay all the time. They're very active on Instagram. Very active on Instagram. Yeah. It's been really cool for us to talk about these things with our friends and make new friends like Kat when we went to TigerCon as guests last year. It's just been really cool that we get to use this platform to meet people. And I can even think off the top of my head just from the panels that I've attended with you or that we've done together at TigerCon and SwampCon, like, there are recurring people who come back and I remember their faces and they listen to our podcast. And I still think that's weird, but also very cool (laughs) that people actually listen to what we have to say. But, you know, it's just cool to be able to bring this excitement and fandom i guess you could say to the masses and yeah yeah and 
a lot of our friends have Dway. Some live in different countries now. And we have family that lives elsewhere. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of cool because they'll they'll send you a message like, oh, I just listened to your episode and you're talking about this. And it's a way kind of of hanging out with your friends and family that don't live here. Yeah. So they can hear your voice and listen to you. And that that's also really cool when people have told me, oh, I listened to your episode. Like, how are you doing? Stuff yeah, like that. So, it's really sweet. Yeah. So I really like that aspect of it, too. It's also why, if you are a regular listener of a podcast, you feel like the hosts are your friends. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Hey, listeners. Hey, if, listeners. <laughs> if you need a friend, we're your friends. Send us an email at soulmatespodcast.gmail.com. Or send us a Facebook message, whatever's yeah. easiest. Looking back, what have been some of your favorite either episodes or moments or just things that we've done in general in the past almost four and a half years? Wow, that's a long if time. If you look into our archive, stuff starts in 2015. It's 2019. Yeah, it's been a long time. Kind of to go off of what you were talking about earlier when you were kind of in the limbo between finishing school and starting your job, how this podcast was a creative outlet for you. At my old full-time job in Ocala, I just, it sucked the life out of me. And doing the podcast every month because we would record like two or three episodes at once like that was a time where I could actually be myself and because I was working like 60 70 hour weeks every week it was just nice to be myself once in a while because I didn't get to have that so having that creative outlet and getting to see my friend for a long time at my house was nice And I enjoyed that a lot. I think it helped my mental health, too, during that time. So I think that was a a key highlight for me, definitely, when I was working, slaving away. And I always like the episodes where we talk about current issues because I strongly believe that K-pop, while awesome, does not exist in a bubble. Mm -hmm. And we need to talk about the issues that are there for them to be addressed. So... I like to think back to our very early days when I would make a bunch of Squarespace jokes. Yes. <laughs> Squarespace, I would love you to sponsor this. Oh my god. If we got a sponsorship, I think I'd die of happiness. <laughs> it doesn't even have to be for money. Just free stuff. Yeah. <laughs> we'll take free stuff. Yeah. That, I love doing interviews with people. I have a journalism degree, so I find that interesting. Not that anyone else is bad. Not that I have a favorite interview, but a very um, notable one was when we were able to interview the man behind Arby's Instagram page. Yeah. That was really cool. He makes a whole bunch of nerdy paper craft stuff using only Arby's materials, and their Instagram is extremely popular, so I was really happy that I had networked with him at Momocon and he agreed to come on the podcast. So that was really awesome. I also really liked meeting two girls who were both making money off of artwork, basically, related to K-pop. One Mm -hmm. was vinyl stickers and one was enamel pins. And I met them at Momocon and we came on and talked about second generation K-pop, which is our fave. (laughs) Yeah. So that was really fun, too, just being able to, like, meet people, 
network, interview them. So let's talk about future goals. We had talked about getting a soundboard. (laughs) (laughs) We would like to get a soundboard and we would also like to find a way to get on Spotify. (laughs) Yeah. Currently, we're not on Spotify for some reason. We may have to let go of Podbean to do that. Yeah, Podbean is being difficult with us. You, we chose Podbean because it's very cost effective. Yes. But Podbean makes you pay more to be on Spotify, which I don't think is fair. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. If you're on iTunes, you should be able to be on Spotify, in yeah. my opinion. But yeah, so we're going to try to figure out Without paying more money. Because <laughs> I don't know if you guys know this, but we have to host our podcast on a server mm-hmm. and have it be distributed through an RSS feed into iTunes, and that server space costs money. Right. So we're hoping not to spend more money and to get on Spotify. So that is a goal. Let's say by the end of this year, let's try to get on Spotify. Yes. I don't know about a soundboard, though. Those are extremely expensive. (laughs) Well, another idea for the soundboard is that we can start a coffee account Mm. so people can tip us if they like our episode. Oh, that's a great idea. Hey, guys, do you want our sound quality to be better? (laughs) (laughs) If you do, leave us like a dollar on coffee so we can buy coffee or buy a soundboard. I think, yeah, if, if we did something like that, all literally all the money would go into buying a soundboard slash paying for server space to get on Spotify. <laughs> totally. And I think that would be a good thing for us to do. So my future goals for the podcast are to try to desperately keep up with the once a week podcast. While we are releasing shorter episodes, I feel like releasing episodes consistently helps so you guys won't have to be like which friday are they releasing episodes it's every friday ho every Every friday Friday. (laughs) it's friday Friday. oh my god we should ask rebecca black to be on the podcast yes totally (laughs) she likes k-pop right everyone does now yeah Oh, I would like to try to tackle more breaking news in the Mm -hmm. K-pop industry. It's not always going to be as juicy as the Burning Sun scandal, but I still would like for us to try to do that, especially now that we're on the weekly. And it is not horribly a struggle, but it is a struggle to try to edit the audio and get it up on time. And sometimes it's not on time, but we try. We're trying our best. Yeah. Our very best. I think another goal for me would be to get into larger cons. Like, did you get into Dragon Con with our panels? I've gotten it in the past, but the person who runs the Silk Road track has passed it off to someone else, and the panel submission thing isn't open yet, so I haven't had the chance to apply yet. Ah, I see. But yeah, we've been at MomoCon and Dragon Con, Swamp Con, Anime Festival Orlando, Swamp Con, FreeCon... NitroCon when it was still here. Yeah, I mean, being a panelist can sometimes pay your way into a convention, so that's really nice. I would really, 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 really love to be able to go to Otakon. That would be awesome if we could do a panel at Otakon. If we could do a panel maybe at New York Comic Con. That'd be awesome. You know, take a trip to New York, or dare I say, Anime Expo. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 
That'd be the ultimate goal. That'd be baller. Anime Expo's a fucking beast. Yeah. Like, it is its own thing. So, it would be super cool. I think, I think Otakon would be super fun. That's in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. It's a really big anime convention in, in the uh, tri-state area there. So, that would be super, super fun. So, those are our goals. Yeah. Keep us accountable to them, please. <laughs> Alrighty. So let's finish this episode off with our weekly K-pop song recommendations. Rachel. My song recommendation for this week is Don't Hang Up by Saran. Ooh, that's a good one. S-U-R-A-N. And my K-pop recommendation is La Vie en Rose by Izone. That is a bop. Guys, thank you so much for sticking with us through 100 plus episodes. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash soulmatespodcast. You can find us on Tumblr, even though it's dead, at soulmatespodcast.tumblr.com. You can find us on Instagram at soulmatespodcast. You can find us on YouTube at soulmatespodcast. You can send us an email at soulmatespodcast at gmail.com. And you can find us underneath Soulmates Podcast on any podcasting app you could ever possibly have besides Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Pocket Cast, wherever you listen to podcasts, we're there. Again, except Spotify, but we're going to fix that. We're working on it. Have a great week. We'll see you next Friday. Bye! Bye.